right, guys, we wanted to do a bonus podcast about wedding season. Not very Bollywood, but it fits into Desi Netflix, so me and I just wanted to talk about it. It's uh, time to binge some, well, some Desi Netflix. Oh, oh, time to binge some Netflix with your favorite bros. Or what's your what was the most comedic character for you? I feel like the I just don't know his name, but the white husband definitely has to be high on that list. I agree with you. I think he was definitely the most comedic. Like they they needed a comedic character in this movie. Like it's it's a classic like movie trope where like if it's a romantic movie, you have the one comedic character who kind of like balances out the more dramatic parts but i think he's he's kind of funny honestly like he he learns hindi and he's just like saying nonsense in hindi like he the whole like wedding scene where he comes out with like essentially a barat but into like rickshaw that part was super funny to me and then one of my favorite scenes that he does is after the whole argument scene in the living room he like he like excuses himself he's like oh i hear something i smell something burning because everyone's like shouting obviously like if i were him i would try to get out of that situation as fast as possible because it's just awkward and he runs to the kitchen and then after asha or the the main actress runs out he runs and he goes nobody freak out the alu gobi is on fire and then the mom (laughs) follows and goes alu gobi and he just runs into the kitchen that's my favorite scene because it's like such it diffuses the tension and the like weirdness of the argument and he's just like this white guy who's like the alu gobi's on fire but i like that part there's a couple scenes where they just make him too stupid yeah, they tried too hard. Yeah, it's like there's like half of the scene, or maybe seventy percent of the scenes, he's like genuinely funny. But the scenes he's genuinely funny in is when he's actually trying to be like respectful and like understand the culture and connect to his wife. Because then you're like, I get it. Like he's just a sweet dude who's like screwing up and saying stupid shit in Hindi. Like anybody would do that. But yeah. the other ones, like the praying scene, I was like. Come on, guys. Yeah, the praise. Like, where he's just doing like weird yoga poses. I was like, so funny though. I I was like, what are you doing? Like, I don't understand. No, that scene was really funny. I think the best line in the movie overall is when the mom's freaking out about how Asha doesn't have a husband. And he goes, guys, just keep calm calm and curry on. And he just, and like his wife is just like, his his wife's just like, no, no. It's just so cringy, but it's so good. And he's like, I don't know. I don't even know why. <laughs> yeah. The best part is he like knows he's being awkward and he's like overcompensating. Yeah, yeah. That's the funny part. Cause he like realizes what he's saying is just like, yeah, I probably should have said that, but he says it anyway. You know what the thing with him too? Not only is he funny, but he's an absolute catch. Like, is he the, like some like hotshot doc? What, is, what type of doctor is he? I don't even remember, but he's a doctor. He's planning an Indian wedding and like learning Hindi and taking ball. I'm like, how does this guy do everything? Yeah. And making chives? I'm like, this guy has like eight hobbies. Honestly, he's clearly, respect. Yeah, he's he's a, a, he's he a makes drinks awkward, too. He's a tall dude. Yeah. He's smart, smart dude. Tall dude. Is a doctor. Like, this, yeah. this guy's every... This is what I've realized in this movie. Basically, every dude in this movie is a huge catch. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like the guys are pretty pretty great in this movie. I feel like you thought Pikyanti was also a good uh, comedic character, right? Yeah, I feel like Pinky Auntie is comedic not because she's actually funny. It's just, like, who she is as a character. Like, she's just, like, 
this definition of a stereotypical older Indian auntie who's just like gets their nose in everyone's business because they have nothing else better to do with their lives. And I feel like the idea yeah. of it was funny, but like she's not really a funny character. But she does have that one yeah, line true. that you loved where she's like, the spelling bee is no Nobel Prize. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just randomly throws that out. And I was like, that's pretty funny. That's like such a classic. Like, that was pretty funny. Yeah. A classic Indian comment. Like, on the spelling bee, <laughs> but you can't win the Nobel Prize. It's not, it's the thing with, uh, the thing I like about Indian humor, which they don't mean it as humorous half the time, but I think is really funny, is they just always find a random way to cut you down, to compare you to someone higher. Like, yeah. if you win one Nobel Prize, you know the typical Indian auntie or mom of the person who won the one Nobel Prize is like, well, he has a Nobel Prize and a wife. And you, you know, there's always somewhere else you could do. Yeah. So I just, I just love that scene. I'm like, you can win a, you could be like a spelling bee champion, get into MIT at 16, and still be like, nah, this shit ain't it. This guy got it at 14. Yeah, I know. Literally, it's like a, it's a competition, competition between the Indian boys and girls. Yeah, that's what. That's life I, as an I, Indian I, kid. Though. I, it's, it's life as an Indian kid. I like the Pinky Auntie because I just think she's really funny. But uh, I, I got to go with, with Nick. Yeah, I mean, that Nick's the obvious choice. Yeah, Nick's the obvious choice. All right, so we have a new... Basically, all of these are new categories. But we have a new category for this called What Does This Look Like as a Bollywood Movie? So here's, here's maybe things I, I can throw out. Uh, first of all, if this is a Bollywood movie, I feel like Surat Sharma would be played by like Shah Rukh Khan or something. Uh, yeah, there would be like five more songs. There's no songs. We can't have. We didn't have a skippable song category because there are no songs in this movie. There would definitely be five more songs. There'd be a very sad song when they have the disagreement where they're just both staring out into the their offices and stuff. It's There'd like rain, be a rain's rolling song. down the window. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else do you think would, I feel would like, be updated about this movie? I feel like the the emotions of the movie would just be extremely exaggerated. Like, the yeah. fight scene, like, people will start yelling, crying. Bro, Shah Rukh Khan as Surat Sharma would 100% get slapped by his dad. And it would be like a five-second-long slap, like Amitabh Bachchan slapping Shah Rukh Khan and Kabi Kabi Gum. The, like, daughter will, like, try to run away because she's like, I can't do this anymore. Like, it just, like, will be over-the-top dramatic. They would have been like, Izzat, five times. Parampara. <laughs> Those are the two big pillars. It's just like Mahabharat. Yeah, it would basically be Mahabharat. Um, yeah, the dad would definitely be played by some serious Amitabh Bachchan type. Honestly, dare I say it? I feel like this would be better as a Bollywood movie. Just you saying that, like, throw Amitabh Bachchan in there, throw a couple songs in there, have Suresh Sharma take his shirt off and like da start dancing in the rain like Zuby Doobie. Like, that sounds legit to me. That sounds pretty dope, honestly. It would just, but like, the problem is that would just be like a typical Karan Johar love story. Like, it would end up being like an I hate love stories. Like, with, with, um, yeah, it would. What, Im Imran, Imran Khan. Khan and what's her face? Like, that's what it would be. Or like, Break Gibad. Like, it would just be like one of those, like, cliche movies that kind of just goes under the radar. Like, I don't actually think it would be great. Yeah, I wouldn't. In the head of casting a Bollywood movie, like, the dad, like the Asha's dad, would be. Oh my god, I'm totally blanking on his name. Um, he's like the classic Indian dad in white movies. Um, I literally have his picture in my head, but 
I feel like I could cast this as a Bollywood movie. What movie is he in? He's in he's in the um the big sick. He's the dad in the big sick. Oh. Um oh my Wait, god. Anupam Kerr? Yeah, Anupam Kerr. There you go. Literally Anupam Kerr oh. could be like could be like her dad. And um That's true. The mom could be um like Gabikush Gabiyam, the like nanny. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she could be like Suraj Sharma's mom because she's like nicer and a little bit actress. more. Um, I'm literally blanking on all these names. Yeah, like, that, Amrish Puri could be, be the Suraj Sharma's dad. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like easy money. Like it would be Shah Rukh Khan Gajal. Yeah. yeah. The sisters like. Yeah, that actually would be perfect. Yeah, Shah Rukh Khan is like I think Suraj Sharma is extremely charming in this movie, just like Shah Rukh Khan is. It's Honestly, like, I think Suraj Sharma would be better than Shah Rukh Khan. That might be a hot take. Wow. That's a very hot take. I like Stuart Sharma more than Shah Khan. But like Stuart Sharma is very wow. much an American actor. He's not in any Bollywood. So yeah. you can't really know what That's he would true. be like. Yeah, I All kind right. of agree with you. The what? more we talk about it, the more I would rather this be a Bollywood movie. I, I just think it would be better. It would be more fun. Like I don't think it would be like an amazing movie. I just think it would be more fun. I feel like they should have just gone the whole hog. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But anyway. What uh what who do you think is the most unlikable character? It's definitely Suraj Sharma's dad. He's like such a dick to him. Yeah. For absolutely he's no reason. So, he's so be I the I didn't understand that. I remember one of the things I just wrote down. I wonder if I'm just sensitive now. But I was like I was like, why is everyone so mean in this movie? Yeah. Like I like it just felt so mean. But yeah, he's he's just like, obnoxiously mean. Like to the point where I'm like I'm sure people like this exists, but like this is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how he's managed to keep a wife. He has like an anxiety attack when his like son's gonna actually finally tell the truth. Like, no, don't be an idiot. No one's ever gonna want you in your life if you speak the truth. Like, come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. It's every other word he talks about how he's a loser, and the one time he's supposed to be proud, where it's like you got a second date, he just like doesn't believe it. <laughs> yeah true and then the, the ending where they like reconcile the only reconciliation is like uh my son dropped out of mit oh my god thanks dad like thank you for realizing it now like what that's not even a reconciliation yeah the reconciliation is you know how i called you a loser worthless no person's ever gonna like you you're stupid like <laughs> i should have said all those things <laughs> that's by far the worst he like abuses him every time he gets i don't understand that yeah also i will say this nowhere sorry no no go 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 nowhere compared to the dad okay but in the beginning of the movie i just find the asha extremely unlikable like she i know it's trying to be quirky but she like shuts down her dad a couple times when her dad's just nothing and like one of the scenes is like that's like you know um did I tell you about this boat? And she just cuts him down. And you can just see that the dad is so sad. And I just felt sad for the dad. And I was like, why are you? Look, I understand you're bored of this boat story, but why are you going to be so mean about it to your own dad? She yeah. does that a bunch of times. And she's kind of a dick in the like Sword Sharma Miku. Like, just like she's, oh, yeah. like, she's not mean, but she's a dick. Where you're, you're like, look, you're on the date. Like, why not just be nice? Like, why do you got to be like, oh, simple girl, blah, 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 and just like be mean to him the whole time? And he, it's only Suraj Sharma's charm that works for me because she's so mean. And then the third thing I was going to say is, which to be fair, this get call, gets called out of the movie. She just goes to all these weddings. Great. 
and she just pulls out a laptop. Can you imagine being in the second row seat and having a laptop? If this was my wedding, I'd be pissed. I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, just don't come then. Why are you working through three hours of the goddamn ceremony? Like, I understand it's boring, but that's just a that's just a me thing on yeah. like my wedding day. At least pretend to be like you, like you're like want to be there. Or at least do it on your phone, you know? So you're at least, like, every so often looking up. Like, at least make an effort to look like you. there's a part of you that wants to be there. Yeah, true. That one was... That one, that one was they just weird. made her very prickly. Yeah. I, I will... I, and I want to add to this. I will say the trope of, like, oh, uh, career woman. Like, I hate that it's always, like, that means they're just, like, can't cook bad socially are mean i'm like maybe that's true but like, why is it that every like career woman has to be like that yeah they like, like to put them in a dumb box. trope you could be a kind person and a career woman yeah i agree i will say the one the one cool scene and you honestly might disagree with me on this but um the one cool scene is when she has her speech with her investors and she's talking about her grandfather yeah. in India and like these, these these are the lives that you make by investing in these people. It honestly gave me Carousel Don Draper vibes. Like not to the extent I of Don Draper. Go that far. No, obviously not because yeah. it's Don Draper. Uh, but like she kind of kills it with that investor meeting. Like it was like a like you sit there and you're like watching and you're like as like an immigrant person, you're like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like people invested in families and they're moving to the United States to like have their kids and their kids as kids like have these dreams. It was pretty it was pretty dope speech and like a great presentation. Um which no, I thought was I, cool. That, I thought that was very likable. Yeah, I really liked that I part. I thought that was great. Yeah. I had a very ping pong but like in the beginning I didn't like her. And then as she started becoming more and more human and talking about like, oh like this happened, like this guy dumped me and that's yeah. why I'm you know then I'm like, oh okay, like I sort of get it. And then she just say something extremely mean out of nowhere for no reason and like <laughs> All right, I kind of hate her. Like, I had a very ping-pong relationship with her. Yeah, But towards that. the end, I started liking her because of that speech, I think. Yeah, I think the speech was good. I like that. So, I think what Suraj Sharma's dad probably wins, right? There, I don't think there are any other, like, extremely unlikable characters. No, not really. Most of the people are pretty, like, mild compared to him. Yeah. What are your... So, we went through comedic and unlikable... Do you have any other like shout out favorite characters you had other than that? Honestly, no. I don't really. I think Stuart Schumer kind of just like carries the movie. Um, but I will yeah. say the dad, like, ha- like her, his the dad's relationship with his daughter is really cool, especially at the end. Because like, I think the problem with a lot of Netflix movies and a lot of not just not just Netflix Indian movies, but like just Netflix rom com movies in general is that they make all of the side characters extremely one-dimensional because people they think that people don't really care about any of the side characters other than the like scenes that they're in um or like the mom and the dad like i like that they gave them a little bit of a personality so like the dad explains at the very end about how like he couldn't follow his dreams but he's happy that she's following her dreams and like like doing these things and like he couldn't be that person because when he first moved, there was obviously like discrimination and stuff like that. But she gets the opportunity to to break that barrier, which that speech that they're having in the park before she takes the job. I really love that scene. Um, and then the second one is the mom. The mom has like a very annoying like demeanor about her in the very beginning. But I think what they did really well is at the end when 
Asha still doesn't know she wants to be with Suraj Sharma. And she's talking to the mom about how like she was in love with this guy. And the dad said no because he's in a different cast. And she pretended to be in love with her, um, with Asha's dad. And then eventually, like that whole story, I think like really brings yeah. out a cool side of the mom. Because like the mom is definitely flawed, but there's reasons as to like her upbringings of why she's flawed. And she still has that like, I want my daughters to do their own thing and be their own person, um, which they gave her a lot of depth in that scene. So I think the parents, especially her parents, like I do really like the way they wrote the characters at the end. I just think like they should have got there earlier. Yeah, I think they should have like, I, I also liked both of those scenes a lot. And the dad one kind of made sense to me because you could see that from him, you know, like in the beginning. Yeah. I feel like if they did a little bit better she, I think it was hard for the actress who's playing the mom because she was so one-dimensional in the beginning. Yeah. Not one-dimensional, but she was so much of a caricature in the beginning that it was it was like it felt a little unbelievable. Like when I watched that part for a second, I was like, "Wait, is this like she's saying this to get him to to like do something?" Like I thought it was like she was trying to manipulate in some way, and then I realized, "Oh no, she's just genuinely sharing." So I yeah. feel like they needed a little more of like a gradient. Yeah, they yeah, need. A, I like those scenes a lot. They need a better art. That's the problem. Is like Netflix. I think what happened, and obviously they had a, they have talented people writing these movies and stuff like that. But I think what happened is at the end they were like, oh, maybe we should add something about the mom and dad because they're the same. They don't do anything in the movie, so they just kind of threw something yeah. at the end of the movie. But I feel like they need to like. That's true. I'm making it sound like a screenwriting class, but like they need to like arc the characters more throughout the movie. Like they like they have like a flat line and then there's a random bump of an arc at the very end. But like the arc has to be a lot yeah. more gradient over the movie. Because those scenes were awesome, like but it comes out of nowhere because there's they don't really do much of those scenes in the beginning. So Yeah, it didn't feel earned. Yeah. That was the problem. I think that the the sister subplot with the wedding, like it just, I just didn't buy any of it. Like, I think they should just cut that and maybe focused on the parents or the family and kept Nick as like a whatever comedic character or whatever. But like, I feel like that scene just felt really rushed. And I like just didn't think, I didn't even like consider it. I just skipped it. Yeah. They kind of build up to it in the like, in the movie where she's like, oh, I'm unsure. Like, oh, mom must have been very sad. Like, but it's just like, yeah. It was so unnecessary. Like that was easily the worst yeah, slub subplot of the movie. It's like who cares? Like, like why do you have to add that to add dimension? Like it just was an unnecessary plot that they that Netflix didn't need to add. Um, because like it happens on their wedding day, and like within like three or four minutes of Asha talking to her sister, it's just over, and then the the wedding happens anyway. It's like yeah, that's true. It's like it felt like one of those things where they just needed to like make the movie over an hour and thirty minutes. Because they just didn't have anything else. Yeah, but yeah, they should just made a solid seventy minute movie. Yeah, solid seventy minute movie. But yeah, I, I will say the, the outside of Seward Sherman who carries the movie, I, I do like the last thirty minutes of the the parents. Like, I think they're 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 they have redeeming qualities. Also, the other character I think is funny is um, her friend of the office, Tita. Oh yeah, it's hilarious to me that they ended up. She ended up, or she's still dating the guy who showed up. I and forgot. I remember that. when I, that guy showed up. I was like, "Yeah, this is bad timing." And clearly, I don't understand why he's not taking a cue. It's okay to show up and then be like, "Oh shit!" Like she's in a meeting. Like that's fine. But like he just stayed there like an idiot. Yeah. But he's like a good-looking guy. Yeah. He was like seemed like like a nice guy. So I was like, 
He sure looks like Gondor, like he's there. Can you have some coffee with him? So I thought it was hilarious and great that uh, I forgot about his that. His boyfriend's like, God. and then it worked. Yeah. Honestly, good for him. Yeah. Great bit. Yeah. Good for her, too. It was, and, and they didn't even talk about Indian, it more Indian than just... Indian boys are a catch. Agreed. I will say. As an Indian boy, yeah. I am not biased. As an Indian man of myself, I am not biased. <laughs> we are a great catch. Yeah, I think they're good, good, some good likable characters. Honestly, the more we talk about it, the more this movie grows on me. The yeah. more we talk about the second half, the more this yeah. movie grows. The first on half is whatever. Second half is, I mean, the it's second half have it, has its moments that are just like this sucks, but it's getting there. It's a good start. All right, so this movie, usually we talk about like the most Bollywood scene. We talk about like Bollywood moments. I feel like Indian American movies have some of those too. They have some Indian American tropes. So, like, for example, one in this movie you'll see is that basically every other sentence when an auntie or a parent is talking to their child, they'll say beta. Beta means son. And it's like nobody uses it that much. Like, it, it's like in every Indian American movie, they're just constantly throwing betas all over the place. Or they end sentences with na. So it'd be like, it's not like you won a Nobel Prize now. <laughs> And like I'm like, come on, come on, guys! I'm like, yeah, we're, every once in a while, someone will say that, but like, this is just weirdly over exaggerated. I always find that weirdly over exaggerated. Yeah, they also also what they do is uh, I don't know if you noticed this because I watched the movie with subtitles, and they in the movie kind of throw out Indian phrases and Indian words, like the mom will be in the like grocery store and she'll say TK like blah 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 like whenever it's okay. Uh, and then in the subtitles and what Netflix did is they took all these volume words, wrote it out in, in its English way, and then italicized it so that people know specifically that that's an Hindi word. <laughs> like they need, Netflix needed to at least throw some Indian words and Hindi words in there just to make it seem more in, like Indian. Um, or they'll be like, oh yeah, the beta or the like mitas and then they'll like italicize mita in the like subtitles. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I feel like that's an Indian trope. That's kind of funny actually. Where they, they just throw like arbitrary Indian words like in a sentence just because like oh we gotta we gotta remind the viewers that this is an indian mom talking yeah i think that's really funny uh, the other indian american trope actually is i feel like every well because of where all the indian people are looking in the u.s there's just like 50 percent of these movies are set in new jersey yeah it's either bay area chicago new jersey toronto like that, like I think the other oh Toronto, yeah, the other movie you watched was in New Jersey too. Yeah, they're all in New Jersey. Um, like yeah, it's yeah, it's but one then, of those, one of those three or Toronto. Like it's just like a. To be fair though, that's literally where like half of the Indians in this nation are. are yeah, are like, I mean, New Jersey is Edison. New Let's Jersey see some is Indian India. stories from Mississippi. <laughs> Where's your like from? Arkansas, Alabama, Alabama. There you go, Arkansas. That's 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 where we want to go. New Indian stories. I actually, honestly, that would be pretty interesting. I wonder if, like, an Indian uh, American life in, like, the South, like Mississippi or Alabama or whatever, is, like, actually different or the exact same tropes are there. They probably would just make it the same. It's actually kind of funny. When you said, like, Alabama, Arkansas, the first person character that came into my head was Aziz Ansari in Parks and Rec. And he's from he's from North Carolina, and his name is Tom Haverford, and he's just like a yeah. he's just like a white Indian man, and he's just like <laughs> exactly. that's like that's like probably they lean into the like yeah I'm from the South Indian like 
chicka 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 what's up guys <laughs> like <laughs> they just, you know, is he actually from north carolina i think so yeah um yeah so there you go but see we're everywhere we're everywhere we're also in orange county texas exactly la kansas city represent you know uh the other thing about this movie is or the other thing that i found i actually thought this was funny is uh the taco bell and where Suresh Sharma is like, I was like, ah, of course, Taco Bell. Suresh Sharma is like, yes, of course, every Indian girl loves Taco Bell. I mean, I it's it true. Funny. I was like, it's 100% accurate. It's literally true. They love Taco Bell, specifically the Mexican pizza. There was literally a riot amongst all my friends when the Mexican pizza got discontinued. Because they're like, what are we going to eat at Taco <laughs> Bell now? Because like half the people, who, like Indians are still like, most of them are vegetarian. I mean, a lot of my friends aren't vegetarian, but a lot of them are vegetarian. And Taco Bell has a Mexican pizza, which is apparently vegetarian, and they freaked out. And then Mexican pizza came back, and everyone's like, Taco Bell, let's go. And like Mexican pizza was like being sold out all over the, the nation, probably just because Indian people wanted to go get Taco Bell again. It's wild. It's pretty true, honestly. I didn't, I didn't know it was a thing. It's funny because our family doesn't eat that much Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't know it was a thing until I went to college, and then I had Taco Bell, and I was like, yeah, it kind of smacks. But then everyone's like, let's go to Taco Bell. I'm like, really? Again? You had it for lunch. I don't want it for dinner again. Everyone's obsessed with it. That's the difference. I will say, though, free promotion to Taco Bell, so Taco Bell sponsor if you can. But That'd be dope. The wild chicken, the wild naked chicken chalupa, I talk about this to everyone. Easily the best wild fast food in the world. naked chicken ch chalupa? Yeah, so, you know, like, have you, you had a chalupa before? Yeah. So, it's like the thick bread on the outside, and they put, like, chicken, shredded chicken, and tomatoes, and lettuce and stuff. The wild naked chicken chalupa, they, the shell is chicken. <laughs> it's lit. It's, it's, it sounds terrible, but it's so good. They shape <laughs> a chicken insane. breast into a taco shell, and then they put the stuff inside. So Taco Bell, uh, bring back the Wild Naked Chicken Chalupa because you'll be getting a lot of money from me if you do. I feel like Taco Bell's innovation is like, we'll just keep everything the same, but what can we make this taco shell with? Doritos, done. Chicken, done. They Easy. Just add, you know, have you ever had birria? Like birria? The, yeah. Like the, the, like the dipping like beef tacos? Yeah, so well, sometimes it's dipping. Sometimes you dip it in the soup, the consomme yeah. or whatever. But like yeah. they create tacos that are like have these like like basically have like are dipped in this like chili beef. Like somebody who's who's Mexican, correct me. But um, those are really good. Yeah, and I feel have you ever like had a quesabiria taco. Yeah, I've had those too. Those are a quesabiria really taco good. where they they dip it and that then they smack. put cheese on it and then they fry it. <laughs> that shit smacks. But I feel like Taco Bell just took that idea. They're all like, huh, tacos don't have to be just like regular corn flavored or wheat flavored. Let's just make it other flavors. And they just ran with it. I mean, chicken flavor is the best tortilla you can have. Chicken flavor just sounds, I'll, I'll try it, but it's, it just does not sound good. It's incredible. A chicken flavored taco shell with chicken inside. It's like, no, it's not a chicken flavored taco chicken shell, though. It's not a chicken flavored taco shell. It's yeah, literally it's a. Chicken, a yeah. It's a chicken breast. Oh my gosh, bro. Jesus Christ. Taco Bell, send me some chicken breasts. Sounds no, fire. Honestly, enough. we talked about this for like 15 minutes. I really think Taco Bell should sponsor it. They would be a so great too. sponsor for our podcast. We're getting all the Indian Americans to eat Taco Bell anyway. Yeah. We're just reminding them to go to Taco Bell there. 
and we'll hit we'll brilliant. hit them with the now for an ad break. Have you I ever know. had Taco Bell? <laughs> you know, we should do Travis Scott. You know, Travis Scott has his own Happy Meal. Oh yeah, a Brown Boys Bros Bridge Taco. That'd be <laughs> lit. That would be it's sick. Like, that would be that that's would my, be dope. I, I've decided that's my goal with this podcast. That's our our whole marketing scheme. We'll be going to Taco Bell. We're not going to market it at all, but just to Taco Bell. Honestly, you could just like if we have a partnership with Taco Bell, man, I should reach out anyway. Yeah. Well, now back to the pod. Yeah. Let's, Wedding let's, season. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about top threes. So, what are your top threes for Stuart Sharma? Honestly, I only know three movies from him. Like, yeah, I, think I only know incredible. three movies from him too. He's like he's just an underrated actor. I really wish he worked more, and it's probably like impossibly hard. I feel like the problem is. There's probably only spots for like two or three good Indian American actors, which sucks. And Dave Patel is also a really good actor, so I feel like there's yeah. probably they're probably competing a lot. But he's really good in Life of Pi. He's very good in this. He's extremely witty, charming, like just fun. Like honestly, I had a man crush on him just watching this. And then he's also in a Million Dollar Arm, which I enjoyed too. No, yeah, I mean, I don't. Know I love Million Dollar Arm because of John Hamm. Because John Hamm, obviously. If you guys don't know, me and my brother are huge fans of John Hamm. But Million Dollar Arm was a great movie. And I didn't know much about it. It's actually based on a true story. So if you haven't seen Million Dollar Arm, you should definitely watch it. It's about Indian uh, baseball players. Basically, John Hamm is like a scout who brings uh, tries to get Indian people to play in like Major League Baseball. And it's a really cool like true story. And then, yeah, like you said, Life of Pi. Life of Pi would be ranked number one for me. That yeah. movie, cinematography, Ang Lee. I mean, Ang Lee won Best Director for Life of Pi. The book is also incredible, and it's like a cool, like American Indian, like movie. They talk a lot about like religion and stuff in India, and the whole concept um, with like Irfan Khan, like as Pai Patel. I also, I don't know if this is because I'm Indian and my friends were just very, very stereotypical at the time. When Life of Pi came out, people thought I looked like Suresh Sharma, and looking back on that, hell yeah, I would love to look like Suresh Sharma. But all my friends you, called me I don't Pai Patel. I don't at all. It's just I'm Indian. He's Indian. But my nickname was Pai Patel in freshman year on my soccer team. So That's pretty funny. it literally became my identity. All my usernames ended up being Life of Pi or Pai Patel or something. I changed my name to Pai Patel when I was applying for colleges on Facebook. So it just what? became my identity. So oh, I can't not. Yeah. Yeah. I can't not put Life of Pi as my first. But I, I mean, wedding season is good, but it'd still be number three for me. Yeah. It, the Two and three for me could easily get knocked off. If, I, I really yeah. hope he shows up in more work, to be honest. I, I was thinking about this. I was like, what I want to see, and this is so amazing we've gotten this place in the culture, but just like an Indian James Bond type movie or like in, like just, just that where there's no mention, like there's no, oh, he's from India. This is how he grew up. But just no backstory about any of the Indian stuff. He just happens to be Indian and he's a spy. You know, or like yeah. just something like that where like, I feel like it, even in Mission Possible and stuff, it's like, he is the Shah, blah, 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 or like whatever. It's like, you have to add some Indianness to him. I'm like, just make him a regular dude. And there's a lot of like Indian people and like, yeah, heritage is important, but like, yeah, you know, like, I feel like we don't need that backstory every single time. So I feel like I, I want to see Stuart Shimmer and something like that. He'd be good at that. Yeah. Um, Hollywood's doing a really cool job about bringing in a lot of different industries, whether it be Korean. I mean, they had Squid Games, whether it be Chinese. Middle Eastern. Seward Shummer is yet to be in one of those movies, but I think Dave Patel 
Riz Ahmed. I mean, Riz Ahmed's in Sound of Metal, which got nominated for an Oscar. That's Dave true. Patel's in Lion. He's in uh, Slumdog Millionaire. And they do a really cool job because it's not, it's not a, I'm going to just stick an Indian person as a cab driver type of scene. Like, Riz Ahmed is the main character in the movie. Like, Dave Patel is the main character. And I really want Suraj Sharma to be in one of those movies because he's got a lot of potential. And I just, he might not have gotten the opportunities or what it is, but he's a really like charming guy, charismatic guy. And I think he would ki- honestly kill it in one of those, in one of those scenes. Yeah. This is a Seward Sharma love thon. But yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Like th- those are good examples. Actually, the Green Knight, Dave Patel is a yeah. good, couple of good ones where it's like nothing to do with being Indian, which is cool. Yeah, exactly. And uh, before we move on to the next category, I actually do want to give a shout out to Rizwan Munji and Rizwan Munji plays Ashra's dad. And he, like we we talked about him earlier, and great actor. But it's actually really funny because he, I feel like, is, and I told my um, my mom and dad after I'd watched this, like he's the token Indian guy in every, like every Hollywood like movie or or uh, TV show. Like he's just that token Indian guy. And I'm literally gonna list some names right now. So he's in when it comes to movies, he's in Transformers, The Dictator, Wolf of Wall Street, Don John. He's in uh, Shazam. And when it comes to TV, he's in Always Sunny in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Hannah Montana. He's in Sweet Life of Deck, How I Met Your Mother, Outsourced, Twenty Four, New Girl, Shake It Up, Arrested Development, Anger Management, Goldbergs. Like almost every every American like movie or TV show, and that needs an Indian person. It's him, and I think it's kind of dope. It's dope that he's like in so many well known. TV shows and movies. I think I wanted to give him a, a shout out because he is around. He's been around for a long time in Hollywood. And I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, I agree. That's actually really cool. I knew none of that. Um, I was giving shout outs to like all the character actors and, you know, actors are always there. Yeah. Uh, who haven't been recognized yet. The the Margot Martindale Character Actress Award goes yeah. to Liz Juan Lungy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The Margot Martindale Award. That's awesome. What are, uh, what, okay, for the last category question, what are your top three for like Netflix Indian content in general? So mine would be number one, I just absolutely love Sacred Games. Uh, and then two and three, honestly, I don't really know. Like, I like Love per Square Foot. I like Ratha Kaylee Hay, which is a Noah's Intensity movie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I guess those are my three. Like, I haven't seen enough. Or I don't like them enough to to watch it, but there's a couple other contenders like Delhi Crime and stuff that I just haven't gotten to. Yeah, if we're doing top threes of like just Indian content in general, like not just movies, I would definitely put Indian Matchmaking up there because that show rocks. Incredible show. I think it's a huge fan of the show. Yeah, a huge fan of the show. Um, and then I would also put Little Things. Uh, and you mentioned that you hadn't seen it. I've only seen one or two episodes about it, but it's a cool like little rom-com-y show about, two in, about an Indian couple in Mumbai just living life. And I think it's a very interesting um, concept that Netflix decided to do. Which, like, And it's not even like based in America or anything. It's literally like two Indian couples or an Indian couple in Mumbai. And it's, a, it's a definitely worth the watch, I think, for a lot of us who are american or like sons and daughters of american or indian immigrants and stuff like that so um i would i think i would rank that in my top three as well cool final thoughts before we get to final thoughts guys if you like the pod if you think Stuart sharma is sexy give us five 
five out of five Surge Sharmas on iTunes. It's pretty easy to rate and review. So uh, just just throw us a review if you like this. All right, what are your final thoughts? So final thoughts. Um, I mean, this movie was good. It was, to me, if I if you get rid of the fact that it's an Indian movie altogether, it's just a Netflix rom com, and I'm a sucker for rom com. So like I it, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. I, I read this funny review online that said if you just replaced all the Indian people with white people, it would just be a normal American rom com. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I I would keep watching these American Indian movies because they're fun to watch. And if Surge yeah, Sharma is another one, sign me up. For all the straight girls listening, cop, cop uh, Surge Sharma. Yeah. Be single. Or just Indian guys in general. Exactly. I mean, not many of us went to MIT. Not many of us are DJs, but we're pretty dope. DJ spelled we do have, out. We do have college degrees as well, so we got one up on Suraj Sharma. That's true. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to our bonus pod. And uh, we'll see you on the next Bollywood one. See you later.